0: Job, Motivation, get on your job, tell them haters get on your job, motivation, haters better get on your job, tell them haters get on your job, motivation, suck, suck, get on your job, if you hate, get on your job, you can look me in my eyes, see I'm ready for In the cheddar, in the game, in the deal, i still a go kill Take me for a moment, but it ain't for I got the spirit of a god, heart of a killer. I'm a king, seen hanging with some cold killers. I ain't never back down or ran from no Only gonna inspire motivation. all your hate is fuel to my fire. It's motivation, fighting on the crown, salt, that's motivation. Hey, but I ain't slowing down and I ain't stopping. Motivation, Man, don't stop my show. Motivation, yeah, know I don't stop. I go. Motivation, Sucker, it, can't make me suffer. Just make me strong hey. and make me hey. Smoke me paint. locked in a box, I tap in seat. Put anybody on top, any rapper but T I P. But back to reality, G o, D. still carrying me I run this, spread your rumors Kick all your little dumps. Sh- Tell Till I laugh at the time that I'm gon' get it make you feel better Picture me over and done with punk Come with all the gossip you can come with Small thing to a giant, I can overcome this Jail out of this rap I'm just having fun with I could be a local joker, never had one hit N- New finish alone to get me dumb rich Why these rappers selling the records, getting pennies If grand Hustle sell in it, I'ma get plenty If God with me, who can be against me, sucker Can't make me suffer, just make me tough Motivation, Motivation. Siggins making only gonna inspire Motivation All your hating fuel to my fire. it's motivation. on the crown, motivation. Hey, but I ain't slowing down, and I ain't stopping. motivation. Man, don't, don't stop my show. Motivation. You yeah, know I don't stop my go, it's motivation. Sucker, sucker, can't make me suffer. Hey. Just make me hey. stronger hey. and make hey. me talk, it's motivation. Better get on your job. Tell them haters get on your job. Motivation. Get on your job, tell them, haters get on your job, motivation, haters better get on your job, tell them, haters get on your job, motivation. Suck, suck, get on your job. If you're hating, get on your job. Hi, motivation motivation. taking only gonna inspire. Motivation. All your hating is fuel to my fire. Figure's fighting on the crown, So jab. motivation. Hey, but I ain't slowing down and I ain't stopping. Motivation. Man, don't stop my show. Motivation. You ain't know I don't stop, I go. motivation. Sucker, hey, sucker, can't make me suffer. Just hey. make me hey. stronger hey. and make hey. me tough. motivation.
1: Yes, 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 everybody. That motivation shout out from T.I., Atlanta Zone T.I., is going to Justin Fields, who happens to be born and raised in the state of Georgia. So, Ohio State University, listen to those words. Y'all consider the underdogs, and I'm hoping that we start this podcast out with that motivation from T.I. song to get y'all pumped up because we're about to start the episode, and my person I want to celebrate is Justin Fields, number one, and the quarterback for the Ohio State Buccaneers. Buckeyes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Buckeyes, I'm so pumped up, Ohio State Buckeyes, here we go. Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shay Pate. Well, it is 2021, and we have that other year behind us. And I'm excited for today's marvelous Motivating Monday, because as I always mentioned, it could be a male or a female, and today I want to talk about someone who was and still is considered an underdog, but I did a little research on him, and I just thought he was the perfect person for motivation And that person that I am talking about is number one. Literally, that's his number. He is the quarterback for the Ohio State Justin Fields. He is my marvelous Motivating Monday person I want to celebrate today. And as I did the research, I found out he is also a Georgia native. So being in Atlanta, I want to give another shout out to uh, Justin Fields, and, you know, it was really interesting because I didn't watch the Sugar Bowl, but I kept hearing about Clemson is getting to really beat down Ohio State for the Sugar Bowl, and that was really interesting because they were talking about his coach, I mean, the coach for Clemson, saying because they, Ohio State didn't play this, uh, a certain amount of games, they shouldn't have been ranked in the top 10, and he ranked them the number eleven. And that's fine, you know. I mean, when you're an underdog, you have nothing to lose. Isn't that right? So I don't want to get into the politics of what they should or should not have been. But what I do want to do is just kind of give a small preview over um, about Justin Fields because, um, as I said, I didn't know that much about him. And I found out he initially started at UGA here in Georgia in twenty. 18 before transferring to Ohio State in 2019. And, you know, one of the reasons why he said that he did transfer to Ohio State, and I'm sure they're excited, um, was his relationship with the coach, Ryan Day. So if a person is that influential in a positive way in your life, I say bravo to Coach Day and bravo to Justin for taking the risk of going somewhere under someone's supervision. He respected and admired to leave his hometown uh, college. Cause if anybody knows anything about the state of Georgia, they love their UGA Bulldogs. So, you know, he grew up here. He may have been, I don't know, a Bulldog fan. So for him to take the leap of leaving Georgia to go to Ohio state coach day, obviously was a major positive impact on him. So, Bravo to Justin for taking the risk, and bravo to Coach Day for making him feel he was worth the risk. So with that being said, um, there's just so much to say. I'm I'm going to minimize this, but I went to the BuckNuts.com website just to get a little bit of history of what they have on their number one quarterback, and I just want to read a little bit of it. And it says that he is on a mission this year um, after spending his off season fighting for football to be played this fall and winning the Ohio state quarterback wants to make sure he takes advantage. And it said earlier this off season, he made it clear that he was doing whatever it took to have success in the 2020 season, using his time wisely to improve his game included in that, as he stated in early August is a change in his diet and see, that was another reason why I wanted to start the new year off talking about this amazing young man because of I want to be motivated to change my diet and to do better and eat better with COVID-19 being such a a major thing right now, and your health being a contributor of, on how you may recover from it if you uh, catch it. I was really impressed that he um, decided to change his, as we call it, temple. I want to just read a little more about that on this uh, BuckNuts.com. I'm guessing this is Ohio State's app uh, website. Um, and it was saying how he was going to change his diet. And he's quoted as saying, I'm just doing the little things and kind of doing as much as possible to become a better player each and every day. So I feel great right now. My body feels great and I'm ready to go. Now, they said that he joined uh, the offensive coordinator Kevin Wilson's wife's vegan diet, and um, Coach Wilson's quoted as saying, he's a kid that wanted to become a great player. Part of that he knew was taking care of his body. He made a commitment because he wanted to be a little bit leaner, wanted to take care of himself even better, wanted to be faster, He just made a commitment to a style of diet. Not that that's the perfect diet. That was the one he wanted. What's neat is that our nutrition people here at Ohio State University, I added that in because that's the here he's referring to, were also able to complement where every day, even within our program, we might have steaks and chicken or whatever, going on for a meal, he has the meal set for him that we're able to provide, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool too, Coach Wilson. You know, and I really think that this guy is inspirational as well as motivating. And since he hasn't played the national championship yet, I wanted to just congratulate him, celebrate him, and just give him his props. But, you know, when you have a person that is considered good but not as great as some people think, you always have that battle. And I just um, thought it was interesting, the interview that the coach for Clemson did after the loss. So I want to play that for you guys. And um, he has no regrets. And, hey, that's fair. But I just want you to hear what he says after the loss to Ohio State.
2: It's avenged their loss to the Tigers from one year ago, and in the rematch, it turned out not to be much of a match. Ohio State built a 35-14 lead at halftime, outscoring Clemson 21-0 in the second quarter. Controversial play with six minutes to go in the first half, when Clemson senior linebacker James Smolsky was ejected for targeting on Justin Fields. Fields ultimately toughed it out, outplayed Trevor Lawrence, and it wasn't even close. Fields had a field day, tossed for 385 yards, six touchdowns with just six incompletions as Ohio State beats down Clemson 49-28. And adding fuel to the fire pregame, Clemson had coach Dabo Sweeney had been adamant that Ohio State didn't belong here, having only played six games. Sweeney even ranked Ohio State 11th in his final coach's poll. Our Dennis Dodd, the big game Dennis Dodd, with the first question to Dabo Sweeney postgame. You think your, your coaches, Paul Ballard, had anything to do with their motivation? And, and either way, you, you regret—you regret not not ranking them 11, but, but just the way you explained it. No, I don't regret any of that. And you know, the polls have nothing to do with motivation. Both teams were highly motivated to play. Uh, and I listen, they're a great team, as I said.
0: You know. Uh,
2: Okay. That had nothing to do with Ohio State. I said they were good enough to beat us, good enough to win the uh, uh, whole game And uh, what the All-State. Uh, I, I didn't think anybody that, that um, didn't play at least nine games I, in my poll that I wasn't going to put them in the top ten. So I wasn't going to change that just because there was a chance we could play them. So I, I don't have any regret about that. The okay. only thing I regret is, um, you know, I obviously didn't do a good enough job getting my team ready, but I don't regret anything about that at all. What are your plans now, travel-wise,
1: as far as preparing for See, that's what I'm talking about. You know, he made it clear he had no regrets, and so you got to respect that. But, you know, I want to celebrate this young man, and let's talk about him because we still got another game to go. You know, it was historic, as you heard. I didn't watch the game. I kind of wish I would have. I'm a major sports fan, but I didn't watch it. But as you heard, there was a controversial um, call. Well, they said they ejected the guy that hit him. And he's pretty banged up. He said his ribs were pretty sore. You know, I, I don't know. Like I said, I didn't watch the game. But I did go and look for the post-game interview that had Justin um, in his own words. But even before I do that, I want to just um, talk about the media and um, players. And I really th- think sometimes that the media doesn't realize that some of these players are actually friends outspi- in spite of the fact that they play on different teams. And sometimes it seems like they battle them to try to make um, personal rivalries. I was just thinking about some of the interviews I saw when I was doing research on this young man, and I don't know him. I don't know much about him other than what I'm learning right now, but he seems, and if I'm wrong, hey, I'm wrong, he seems pretty humble, and I just really respect that if he is as humble as he seems. He seems he's a team player and not an I player, and I respect that as well. So I want to play, I'm going to play his post-game interview. This interview with Justin Fields after the Sugar Bowl is really interesting. If you go online, you will hear the same quality that you are hearing here. I'm not sure if there's physical people interviewing him because it sounds like one of the people interviewing him has on a mask and is in the room with him. But it sounds like other people are calling in through maybe a um, a web connection because you'll hear some of the questions are very clear, some of them are very muffled, and some he has to even acknowledge that were broken up. So I just want to say that in advance as a disclaimer: this is not my audio. You will hear the same audio if you go online and check out the interview. So, just check out the After Sugar Bowl interview with Justin Fields. Hey, quarterback,
2: Justin Fields. Uh, Justin, thank you for being with us. Our first question will come from Tony Gerdeman. Justin, I'm just wondering, how are you feeling right now? And, and um, what was it that made you stay in the game and, and uh, why? I mean, my, my body's pretty beat up right now. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm happy. And... My teammates are happy, and this is a feeling like no other. So um, I know my body's going to be hurt tomorrow morning, but, you know, it's, it's, it's worth it for, for this winning and, and for my teammates. So I think, you know, that, that's really what pushed me. I was just thinking, you know, all, all the things that we've sacrificed as a team, and, and that's really what, what got me through the whole game. Next, we'll go to Joey Kaufman with the Columbus Dispatch. Justin, uh, the on the win. When you came back in the game after after taking the, the shot to the ribs, at what point did you feel like you were kind of back in the zone or back feeling comfortable again? Um, I mean, I was. I feel like I was always in the zone, but you know, of course, I was wasn't really able to run, or it would it would really hurt every time I threw the ball. So I would just, you know, um, not really worry about that during the play and just deal with the pain after the throw. So. Of course when when you're in the play and you know you're you're going through your reach and stuff like that and you're about to throw the ball, you're not worried about your side hurting you to playing football, but of course after each you and every throw it my wrist will hurt for sure. Our next question will come from Bill Landis with the left with, with the athletic. Hey hey Justin. Um, I'm wondering maybe what, what might have been a little more pain for you painful for you. The ones where you had to throw the ball down the field to Chris and, and Jameson or the one where you really had to put some heat on it to kind of thread the needle there or ruck in the end zone? Um, like I said, like, during the throw, I feel like it, it didn't hurt. I didn't feel it. It was just, like, afterwards. But, I mean, really, like, even throwing, like, 10 yards, it, it, it would hurt. So, I mean, but it's a game of football we played. I signed up for it, but, you know, I'm just glad we, we got the win. Our next question will come from Adam Rittenberg from ESPN.com. Hey, Justin, what did the uh, doctors actually tell you? What, what, what the extent of the injury? Was it broken or sprain? I mean, what, what was the actual diagnosis? They didn't tell me. They didn't. They didn't really tell me anything. Um, I took like a shot or two in the in the tent and just, just ran back out there. But I mean, it was, it's was pretty much my whole right foot, so that's that's messed up a little
0: bit of my head. But they didn't really give me a, a diag a diagnosis at all. Next, one go to Andrea
2: Adelson. Justin, you guys look like a completely different team than the one we had seen previously this season. How much did that you wanted? Uh, you I think you like broke broke up a little bit asking the question, so if you could ask that again. Sorry about that. You guys look like a completely different um, team than what we had seen previously this season. And I'm wondering how much that had to do with the fact that you all had circled this game and wanted a rematch with Clemson since last year. Yeah, I just think, you know, everybody doubting us, you know, just just pushed us a little more. And like I said earlier in the week, I prepared for this game like I've never prepared for a game before. So I think
0: that showed them the field. And I'm just proud of my brothers, proud of my teammates, and proud of the way they played. Our next question will come
2: from Lucas with last words on sports. Hey, Justin, thank you so much for taking the time. Congratulations on the win. Coach Gay was in just a few moments ago and just said how this win will, you know, have, have a great impact on the program of the people of Ohio that the young kids will look up to you and say, I want to be like Justin Fields. How do you see your performance Having an impact for the people of Ohio who have gone through a lot uh, this year. I mean, Coach Day he's a great leader, great coach. Um, he treats me like his own son. Um, there would be no other coach I'd like to play with in, in the whole country. I mean, he's he's everything you would want in a coach, everything you would want in a person. And to have him as our leader, you know, it's, it's just makes me a better person, makes everybody on the team a better person. And uh, I think everybody on the team can tell you that. But. um, as far as, you know, being, being a, I guess, a role model to, to the kids in Ohio, it's really just, you know, this, this just shows that anything is possible. And, you know, with, with God, um, I just put all my faith and trust in him. So I'm, I'm just, you know, just grateful and I'm blessed. Uh, next, we'll go to Donnie Woods. Congrats on your win tonight. Um, you mentioned in the past
0: that uh, last year that the game was swung not by the game ending interception but the targeting call on your
2: your teammate last year do you think the targeting call this game was a momentum swing and what does this win mean to you personally um no I don't think this game really had um you know that of course turning point I think you know I guess early on, you know, we were both kind of scoring, going back and forth. But I think, you know, just, just our relentlessness and throughout the whole game, I, I think that's what pushed us through. And um, I forgot what your second question was. What does this win mean to you personally? I mean, it means a lot, you know. Uh, I was really just going out there playing for God and, and playing for my brother, not even myself, uh, because uh, Coach Day, he deserves it. Everybody in this program deserves it. Just by the way uh, they handle with with everything that that happened in 2020, and it's it's definitely a great year to start 2021. So I'm excited. We'll go next to Mark Russell. Hey Justin, can you talk a little bit about how you all signaled in the plays uh, to to the during the game this this time? Uh, looked like you did a little more traditional huddle as opposed to. Uh, what you've normal what we've normally seen throughout the year. Uh, so if you could just talk about that a little bit. Uh, yeah, we we just didn't want them uh, stealing our sea moves, uh, and that's pretty much why we bottled up a little bit more than we usually do. So. Next up, we'll have Sean Gunnigan with WBNS. Justin, was there something you guys saw that got the tight ends open when you were game planning for this game? Um, I think, you know, throughout the year, uh, I've, I've missed the tight ends a lot on a lot of plays. So it was pretty much just, just going back to the basics and, you know, seeing the plays that they were open on and kind of utilizing those guys. Or, I mean, those are the, two of the best tight ends in the country. And, you know, I'm, I'm just glad we finally got to use them. Next, so we'll go back to Austin Ward with Letterman Monroe. Justin, you know we've we've all watched Chris Olave for a long time. We know how important he is to your team, but you know getting him back, the motivation that he had for this one, evaluate how, how great he played tonight, and how much more comfortable you are when he's out there. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very comfortable with Chris out there, and of course he had a hell of a game. And um, you know we were just talking about all week how you know this this game can uh, make a I guess a everlasting impact, and in this game you know controls our legacy. So. Um, we, we stayed out at practice and, and, and through routes on that one rollout touchdown. We probably went over that about twenty times at practice one day, so we, we knew that was a call that you know, we are going to get in the red zone, and we executed what we executed it well. So I'm just proud of Chris and, and the way he plays tonight. We have time for two more questions. The first will come from Jared Smalley. Is you he- just? I'm really curious about before the game. Obviously, you were so, so focused on the work you had to do. Joel, you even know that Alabama won the first game? And I'm just curious, your first reaction. You know exactly who they are. You know most of the, a lot of the guys. I uh, would imagine. I, 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 I would imagine that's a fairly exciting opportunity on the 11th. But did you all have any knowledge that they had, they had actually won and how they played? No, we uh, saw. I think we were watching it the like the first quarter before we came to the stadium. But I had no idea that they won. Um, it's not really surprised that they won. there. they've been playing really well this year. And um, they have a lot of great athletes, uh, great coaches. So, yeah, I'm I'm just excited to to get the opportunity to play them. Our final question for Justin will come from Dan Hope with 11 Warriors. Hey, Justin, Coach Day said he thought you had a different edge these past couple weeks after, you know, some people were criticizing the way you played against Northwestern. Did you feel that in yourself that you had a different edge these past two weeks? Yeah, I mean, I I definitely felt it. And, um,
0: you know, I, I think, you know, that game happened for a reason. Like I said earlier in the week, um, it just made me prepare more uh, and prepare like I've never prepared before. So I definitely had an edge, you know, playing this game and preparing for this
2: game every day at practice. So I'm just, again, proud of my teammates, proud of my coaches, and just, just happy to be here.
1: Well, you know, I'm happy for Justin Fields. And I just want to give you guys some statistics. Did you know that he is number 7 the seventh player that had at least six pass excuse me six passing touchdowns in a game in a bowl game i'm sorry so he's seventh player with at least six passing touchdowns in a bowl game he is also the second he has the second most touchdowns in ohio state history with 62 So, in the Sugar Bowl, his stats were 2 for 28, 385 yards, and 6 touchdowns. And he only had 6 incompletions. So, I want to say bravo again for Justin Fields. And, you know, I am a football fan of several levels. And, you know, this big national championship game is going to really, really be interesting because... Of course, a lot of people expected it would be Alabama and Clemson, but number one, Alabama is now playing number three, Ohio State. Now, the funny thing is um, everybody, of course, (laughs) already gave uh, Alabama the trophy. So, you know how that goes. But I, you know, I like Alabama. I'm not you know, a major fan, but I don't hate them or dislike them. There's some teams in college I don't ever want to see get the number one championship. And, you know, I respect Alabama. But this game, I am going for the underdogs, Ohio State. And the reason why I am going for Ohio State is just because of Justin Fields. You know, this guy got hit in the ribs, and as you heard from his interview, he's pretty banged up and sore, but he came back. Not only did he come back, he came back with a vengeance and throwing them balls, and he just did so many great things after the fact. So I have to respect him, and I know one of the people interviewed him asked him about being a role model, and sometimes, you know, It's a lot of pressure, but unfortunately, fame comes with that. Um, If you're doing well and you're an athlete, you are, unfortunately, whether you want to be or not, a role model. And right now, and I'm just going to go right now in America, African-American men, we really, really appreciate those who are role models because our young men, All of our young children, but our young African-American men, I think at this moment what's going on in America, need some hope and um, someone to look up to, you know, from my understanding, this is a very athletic young man. I thought I read something about him playing baseball, but my point is you got to start somewhere, and Justin Fields, I think, is going to be a really great role model not just for the african-american young boys out there but for a lot of people because me reading about his vegan diet i'm not going to go vegan but i'm going to try to readjust my eating and how he has made it clear that he wanted to change his eating lifestyle to make his body faster and leaner and just all positive that in itself is motivating for me and I'm sure a lot of you out there whose New year's resolution was to eat better or and lose weight, so you know you are our marvelous motivating Monday uh Justin Fields because you have been marvelous and in this past weekend you shocked obviously a whole bunch of people so bravo, bravo Justin fields and um. As I said, living in Georgia, you were born here in Georgia, so that's a double bravo from the Georgians here. Uh, As a Georgian right now, you know, I can honestly say I am proud of you. You're representing Georgia well. Now you have to go um, fight our next-door neighbors, uh, Alabama, in this championship game. So I wish you guys luck. As I said, I do like Alabama, so Alabama fans don't 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 beat me up, but I am picking um an upset cuz you know, motivation is very powerful. And I want people to remember that because we are still in a pandemic. We are still suffering, and we are still needing some things to just make us feel alive again. So this game that's going to be held on January 11th is going to be really, really powerful because um, you got the number one seed, which is, of course, of course, um, expected to win, going against a young man that, you know, a team, I'm sorry, I don't want to say a young man, a team that people felt shouldn't even have been ranked in the top 10 because they didn't play enough games. Um, So they're trying to uh, pretty much minimize a lot of positive things. So, you (laughs) you know, I just want to read something. You know, I always like to look up words to give people an idea of why I choose some of the words I choose. And, you know, I was just saying how motivational Justin Fields is. And I looked up the word motivation, you know, and I really, really am um, surprised to learn there's four different types of motivation. (laughs) So, you know, I don't want to get into all that, but the one thing that I do like about the word motivation is that it uplifts people. You know, it's defined as a reason for actions, willingness, and goals. So, you know, this marvelous Motivating Monday, I just want to say thank you, Justin Fields. Good luck in your uh, championship goals. And, um, you know, you are a champion regardless if you never win a championship <clears throat> while in college, we know that in the NFL, <laughs> you will definitely be a champion. And I, I really do believe that um, this is going to be a good game. I, I just, I just feel it. It's going to be a good game, and. Um, I, I don't think it's going to be any blowout. I think it's going to be everybody expecting, of course, Alabama to win. And then here you go. Um, <laughs> Whew. Okay. Well, you know, I'm just going to say this in closing. You're a champion, Justin Fields. I just don't even know. Um, what else to say? hey everybody i'm going to end this episode and i hope that ti atlanta's own ti song motivation motivates the ohio state buckeyes and uh georgia's own justin field so you guys go out there and get them yes i do love uh football and i like alabama don't get me wrong but i'm for the underdog this uh, this time january 11th i really hope that Justin Fields and Ohio State get this number one championship. But even if you don't, Justin, though, you're number one. Just like your number says, you seem like you're a real cool dude. So I really, really appreciate that I could do this episode just to uh, show your teammates and other fans of yours that you are very motivating and you're inspiring. So thank you for letting me do an episode on Marvelous Motivating Monday and I ask that you guys follow us on, t- on Twitter at AdvocacyLadies, that's capital A is in Advocacy, capital L is in Ladies, and we are on all the apps for podcasting, including iTunes, Apple iTunes, Google Play, Pandora, Spotify, and of course, uh, Alexa, tune in. And you can follow us also on podbean.com That's my hosting podcast station So definitely follow me You know, I'm a newbie I've only been doing this a couple months And I love it I kind of wish I had gone into journalism instead of law But hey, we got to do what we got to do, right? But anyway, I want you guys to just have a great 2021 I'm glad this is my first 2021 episode And I just like you guys to, uh, keep in touch with us. If you have any questions, give us a call at 404-855-7723. If you have any comments or would like for us to look into issues that are social and culturally justice for all. So, um, Definitely, you can send us an email at podcasthostshaypatay19 at gmail.com. That's all small letters, podcasthostshaypatay19 at gmail.com. And, you know, I like to end all my episodes with the question, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening.